Good evening. It is time for today's Tax Talk. I'm your host. I'm attorney Stephen Leahy. It is Tuesday, June 21st, the year of our Lord, 2022. Been a lot of, uh, it's Crypto Tuesday, as you might know. And um, we're going to talk about the market and what's been going up and coming down. And is it a dead cat bounce? That's what we're going to talk about. Won't you join us? So uh, that's what we're going to talk about. Um, you might have, you may have. Uh, I like the the cat there. I don't know if you know what a dead cat bounce is, but we're, that's what we're going to talk about. What that is, and and is this one of them? The market uh, with that's the news this week in cryptocurrency. There's there's a lot of other things happening. Can't really get around the big news, and that's the big drop, not only of Bitcoin but of all the cryptocurrencies. And so, uh, well, let's begin where we start every Crypto Tuesday, and that's at the um, at our our favorite place. Let's see, what, which is uh, Coinflip.tech. Coinflip.tech, and they. Uh, so let's see where we were from last week. First, where we last twenty four hours, uh, they're all all just went. Uh, Ethereum just went negative. It was positive just a moment ago, and it just went negative for the day. Uh, last 24 hours, but fairly stable. Um, not great losses, not great gains. Uh, we're, for, let's look at where we were last week from the last time we were together. Here at uh, today's tax talk, uh, Bitcoin hit the, below the $19,000 level uh, today a little bit. So it's, it's down dramatically from where it was. Uh, let's see where Ethereum was. Let's see if we can get that chart up. There you go. Again, uh, as I say most weeks, it, they kind of Ethereum and Bitcoin kind of mirror each other, and so there's lots of reasons why that is. So there's a good there's a good um, uh, article here in CNBC. Uh, let's go back to the top here. And uh, Bitcoin bounces back after falling to new 20, 2022 lows over the weekend kind of had everybody in a tizzy over the weekend uh, but before they do that because he's going to mention in here a dead cat bounce so let's talk about what a dead cat bounce this is a Merriam-Webster uh, website a brief and insignificant recovery as of stock prices after a steep decline examples uh, first known uh, use of a dead cat bounce 1985 in the meaning defined above history for dead cat, from a fictitious notion that even a dead cat, or not fictitious, but uh, f that even a dead cat would bounce slightly if it dropped from a sufficient height. Eh, I guess even a dead cat would bounce, and that's where this comes from. Um, and so, let's start with the story. Bitcoin jumped on Monday after a cryptocurrency fell below its 2017 high over the weekend. But investors remained on edge thanks to, uh, to a slew of negative crypto headlines and macro factors keeping pressure on sentiment. 
The world's largest cryptocurrency by market cap climbed ab- above the $20,000 mark for much of the day Monday. However, it, it last edged lower by less than 1% to $20,005.46, according to CoinMetrics. I would have gone to coinflip.tech, but that's just me. Over the weekend, Bitcoin fell as low as $17,601.58. Meanwhile, Ether, Ethereum, inched higher by less than 1% to $1,102.86. While investors will, will welcome the rebound, Bitcoin still sits 70% below its all-time high hit in November. It's down 57% year-to-date. Many have suggested a market bottom could be close, but with so much economic uncertainty remaining, Bitcoin still has more downside potential, according to this crypto market analysis. Um, Bitcoin's weekend dip was, to put it simply, not deep enough, he said. The macro environment has not really changed from last week's FOMC meeting, the Fed. Uh, there still has not been a clear sign of inflation coming down, and the Fed may still drive the economy into recession by raising rates too aggressively or simply by failing to tame inflation. Dead cat bounce. Here we go. With Bitcoin unable to hold convincingly above $20,000, industry watchers said the rally might be short-lived. Uh, the vi- a vice president of corporate development and international at crypto exchange Luno, Luno, they have their own problems, told CNBC that unless the price of Bitcoin closes above 23000 on a daily time frame basis, the odds are this is a dead cat bounce. We're oversold, so a bounce was expected, he, he added. The broader cryptocurrency market has been plagued by a number of issues in recent weeks, beginning with the collapse of algorithmic stablecoin TerraUSD and associated token Luna. Attention has now turned to crypto lending companies that promise users users higher yields for depositing their digital coins. Last week, Cialis, or Celsius, I should say, a company with 1.7 million customers and nearly 12 billion of of crypto assets under management, paused withdrawal of funds for customers, sparking concerns that it was insolvent. Cryptocurrency companies have announced rounds of layoffs amid the market downturn. Coinbase, a crypto wallet and exchange, said last week it will cut 18% of full-time jobs. A leading firm called BlockFi said last week it will lay off a fifth of its staff. Macroeconomic factors, including high inflation and upcoming rate hikes from the U.S. Federal Reserve, are also weighing on the market. When inflation is on the doorstep and with the rate hikes in offing, the risks of recession round the bend are high. The push, the push me pull you of higher rates sapping cash from mortgage house owners means people are psychologically bracing and paring back and, uh, and digital assets are suffering this. Coupled with this, the, the pullback as a digital asset e- ecosystem has uncovered a number of systematic issues. Market bottom? Or is it a dead cat bounce? Given the fall in cryptocurrency prices in the last few weeks, some observers said that the bottom to the market could be close. I like that. It could be close. Doesn't mean it is close, but it could be. Or maybe it already reached. Maybe it's not a dead cat bounce. Uh, 
the Squawk Box Europe of Monday that we're close to a point where some of the real excesses, le- excess leverage has now been driven out of the system and a bottom can begin to be formed. Leverage refers to trading in which investors effectively use borrowed money to make trades. That means investors can get larger exposure to positions with less initial capital. But that's seen as a risky means of trading as it requires investors to ensure that they have enough capital to meet the so-called margin requirements. If they don't, their position is automatically liquidated. Those liquidations are seen as a big factor behind market moves. Keating said there is still a risk of further liquidation, but he thinks the majority of the selling is over. Now some people are warning that we are still not yet there, and that if we were to break significantly lower, that we'd see another wave of liquidations. There is always the risk hovering there, but my feeling, given given I think those very, very big double-digit rebounds we saw in Bitcoin, particularly in Ether, I, I think, to my mind, that was a sign that that a lot of those really big liquidations are now done and that the base really is being formed. Or is that just wishful thinking? I don't know, but I thought I would read you the article because I'm not sure where it, what it is. Um, there's some other news, but I, I really wanted to talk about another uh, story that's out there. Did I put it out here? As the uh, tax, as the tax, uh, today's tax talk, I just want to mention this, so let's go back to the story here. Um, and th- this is the story. Representative Getz, why has Biden's IRS purchased more than $700,000 of ammo? <laughs> As the Biden administration demands tougher gun control in the wake of multiple mass shootings recently, U.S. Representative Matt Get- Gates on uh, Saturday noted something curious about its firearms policy. One department seems to be hoarding ammunition and not the one you think. It's the IRS. Gates discussed the issue with Breitbart Radio on Saturday. He pointed out in just one three-month span, March 1st to June 1st, federal tax authorities bought $700,000 worth of ammunition. The, the IRS should be, able, should, should be people in cubicles with green eye shades and calculators. Uh, they shouldn't be people with guns and ammo. He added that Republicans in Congress are seeking answers. There is concern that this is part of a broader effort to have an entity in the federal government buy up ammo to reduce the amount of ammunition that is in supply, while at the same time making it harder to produce ammo. In the, in the, if that happens, he, said, he added, you cannot fully exercise the complement of your Second Amendment rights if you are unable to acquire ammunition in your own country because your government has reduced the production of that ammunition and then, on the other hand, tried to soak up the supply. During the broadcast, Gates also reiterated his opposition to red flag gun laws. He noted that not only do such laws restrict Second, second Amendment rights, they also defeat the Constitution due, due process protections and the judicial system's adversarial setup. It is as wrong as wrong could be. Um, just an aside, I have to agree with him there. I understand the push for red flag laws. I know we don't want people without uh, that don't have the capacity to have weapons. However, you can't unilaterally take weapons away. And this is what happened during the pandemic. We say, well, the, the Constitution be damned. We, we have an emergency. We don't care about the Constitution. That is the wrong way. That is the wrong way of thinking. We should always, always, one more time, always insist 
that our government follows the Constitution of the United States of America. They took an oath to do so. That's what they should do. My own opinion. I know that didn't have anything to do with cryptocurrency, but I wanted to put that in there because it was a short story, and, I, and, I, and so I had a, a little bit of time. So thanks so much for joining us. Uh, I should have probably picked up another story, but I don't, I don't have one, so, so that's just the way it is. So remember now what I always do at the end of the show. I always, I always ask you to get, help us get this content out to others. So I ask you to like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Get it out there. Please help us. We need your help, and, uh, <laughs> and we're not too proud to back. <laughs> so help us out. And remember, if you have an IRS problem, if you owe the IRS money, if you have unfiled tax returns, and you don't know where to go, what to do first, here's the first thing you should do. Get a copy of my book, Deal With Your IRS Problem Today. Go to freeirsbook.com, freeirsbook.com. Get your copy of Deal With Your IRS Problem Today. If you want a hard copy, we, copy, we will ask for a... Uh, for a s small shipping and handling charge. doesn't even cover the handling, to be quite honest with you. And you'll get a bunch of free reports and things like that. So um, so go to freeirisbook.com. Get your copy of Deal With Your IRS Problem today. So thanks so much for joining us here today. Uh, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow where we'll have more tax news. Remember, all news is really at its core tax news because that's how they decide how they're going to get the money and then how they're going to spend it. That's all IRS and tax news, and that's what we cover here, the core of all news. So thanks so much for joining us, and we will um, hope see you back here tomorrow. Mm -hmm.